Welcome to This Week in Skeezer Athletics. I'm your host, Neil Minton, with my co-host, as always, Rip Ripley. How we doing, Coach? We're doing good. Doing good. Getting ready for another really exciting week of um of, of football this weekend. Got a lot of big games on the slate. Yeah, it's, it's it already has been an exciting couple weeks in Skeezer. We're going to report on some of that later with a lot of the the other other fall um, athletics, but it is a really big week in um, skis of football. So let's just jump right in and let's talk. Let's just look down to the docket of the games and you, let's talk about what jumps out to you. Um, first one jumps out of me right off the rip is Trinity and Ben Lippin. Yeah, I you know I talked to uh, I talked to Coach Amell over at Trinity and and he said you know between their game with Ben Lippin and Lawrence Manning Porter Gal, there's going to be a lot kind of settled this week at the four A level. A lot of that middle area. Uh, really kind of cleaned up a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that Lawrence Mann and Porter Gow game might get overlooked. I think Porter Gow played Trinity really tough last week without their quarterback. Um, I think Lawrence Mann and making a trip down in Charleston, I think that's a it's a really big game for them. And I think Porter Gow can hang in there with them. I think it could be a really good ball game. And um, so, But also you got Hammond at Carl Newman. Now, Carl Newman has not quite on paper shaped up to yeah. what we think they may – or we thought they were going to be and what they yeah. may still be. This is a rivalry game. I think this is one that even beginning of the year, Hammond kind of even had a circle. Sure. I think, you know, Carter Newman, new coaching staff, it's really a chance for them to kind of make their mark and, and, you know, kind of, kind of take a big step forward for their program. Right. So a lot going on in 4A, um, but Hey, whole lot in 3A too, but let's yeah. come back to 3A last. Let's go through the other ranks okay. first and we'll come back to 3A. So, Let's just work our way up. Let's look at eight man. Huge game in eight man this week. Yep. We got uh, was that Holly Hill and W. King number one versus number two in the rankings. Yeah, should be a really really big game. And Warlaw Jeff Davis. I'm curious to see how mm -hmm. that one goes as well. Warlaw yep. rich tradition. Jeff Davis having a pretty good year. And also Faith Christian at Richard Win. Um, yep. both those teams are are solid playoff teams. So, um, I mean, this it, is all through skis of some really big games, and you're going to learn a lot this week in, in eight man for sure. Um, and I feel the same about one way, one A. Dorchester and Patrick Henry. That's a big game. It's a big one. Um, fight yeah. for home playoff berth. You know, we we still feel like we know who the one and two are, but you know, those are kind of your next next tier of teams. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, in, in the rankings this week, I mean Calhoun kind of hanging on to that number three spot, but but Dorchester and Patrick Henry are two of the teams that are kind of knocking on that door trying to get that first round home home playoff game. Yeah, another big game, like I just said, Calhoun Lee Academy. David Rankin taking his Cavaliers down to Todd Layton's Calhoun Academy, and that could be a, a very big game as well. Yep. Um, so, um, 1A. Now, 2A is huge. We got our top four teams in 2A all playing each other this week. Yep. Um, you start out, even though Bethesda, they they lost to kind of upset OP. by OP. A big good win for OP. It was homecoming, homecoming game on a Monday. You know, a little different, a little different scenario there. Yeah. And um, yeah. O OP's got some athletes, and we played them earlier in the year. We, we know they're set to have some new kids um, kind of on the team. So, kind of curious to see if that propels them. And I think um, Bethesda, how they rebound, they go to Colin Prep. Colin yep. Prep's undefeated. They're very physical up front. They got a really good quarterback. Um, you know, can Bethesda bounce back and prove that they're one of the top three teams in 2A? Yeah. Um, or And Colin Prep, who probably, you know, hadn't had the toughest of schedules, you know, you know beat us week zero and then – um, you know, but they're just rolling right along, winning, winning big too, doing it, yeah. you know, handily. Um, they, I think they're probably a little bit bitter that they're not, you know, hey, we're as good as Williamsburg or, or right. whoever. So, um, here's an opportunity for them to, to show that. But even yeah. a step above that, who almost was game of the week for us this week, is Buford Academy at Williamsburg. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Calden Prep with Bethesda's loss, you know, Calden moves up to number two in the rankings and Buford up to number three, but Bethesda, again, right there um, in the mix as well. But, yeah, that that game, you know, Buford had some good good games early, didn't get quite get the wins early, but had some good competitive games. And, uh, you know, again, anytime you get a shot at the team that's number one, uh, you want to make sure you get that good effort. Yeah, and they played last year in the state semifinals in, um, in 2A, and it was a very, very competitive game on Williamsburg pulled out. And it's at Winsburg. You know, you go down to Corral. That's a tough place to play. Um, Coach King's just joined us, and he's going to talk to us in a minute. But he knows as well as I do, it's tough to play at Winsburg sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, very, very big games of 2A. So, that, that leads us with 3A. And, um, you know, John Paul at Hilton Head Prep, really fighting for, for a playoff spot. Yeah. Um, that's a big game for both of those schools, kind of, you know, near each other, kind of rivalries or, or a rivalry building. Both those schools are really growing. Um, so that that's going to be a, a big time game for for those guys. Um, a non region game, Thomas Hayward at Hilton Head Christian. I think yeah. a lot of eyes will be on that one. Um, Absolutely, you know, we've really seen Hilton Head kind of come alive these last couple of weeks and, and take some positive steps forward. Um, and and you know, getting again, Thomas Hayward's kind of been the team down in that area that even though there is lower classification, they're kind of the you know they've had the most success in in recent years, winning state championships. And so I know that'll be a big game. Um, also Pinewood prep coming to y'all over at Florence Christian. You know, I think that's a big game when you start talking about seeding, uh, for the playoffs. Um, you know, that, that should be good. Pinewood coming off a, a, a tough loss to, to PD. Um, you guys sort of put a couple, a couple good games together. So it should be, should be a good one. Yeah. I think, um, you know, Pine, Pinewood now, you know, with losing the PD, you know, they have a lot, I say a lot to prove, but it's, it's become a bigger game for them, yeah. um, to get a home playoff game. And for us, same way, you know, run off a few victories in a row and, and, you know, we want to see where we belong. You know, if, if we belong in that top that top tier of of three A teams or not, and this will yeah. tell us. And I tell you, the Thomas Hayward Hilton Head Christian game. Hilton Head's playing really good ball right now. They are, and they are really improved. And you know, they're they're right there in the mix in three A. We've said it all year. There's you know five, six, seven teams in three A that anybody can beat anybody, and they're definitely one of them. Sure. Um, their style of play is tough. You know, and and them and Hayward have had a lot of success the last couple of years, and they haven't played each other. Really, it's the idea they haven't played at all. Interesting. Yeah. So this is um. And quite frankly, just from the history that I know, there has not been a whole lot of love loss between these. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. So um, it's it's a very interesting game that doesn't mean anything in the big picture for region, but yeah, you know, school but board in, in their region in their area, it's a huge sure. game. Absolutely, so big game there, and that's gonna bring us to our game of the week. And we have on with us today from PD Academy, their head coach Jonathan King. Jonathan, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you, Neil and Rip? Congratulations on a great, great season thus far. Big win last week over Pinewood. Tell us a little bit about PD Academy, what's going on there overall, and then tell us a little bit about the football team. Well, our school is is growing. We are uh, over here in Marion County, and I think we're pushing 500 students now. Um, so things are going going well from the, the school side of it. Athletically, things are going well, too. Football program's got 47 varsity players. We got uh, 28, 29 on the middle school team. Uh, middle school teams two and two, varsity teams five and one. We got great participation. Uh, our kids are really excited about football over here. We got a lot of support from the administration and support from our fans and our school. And you know, it's become something that we take a lot of pride in. You know, obviously wins and losses are a big deal, but you know the 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 pride you see from our school and the amount of people we have at the games on Friday nights is is a big deal for us, and it's a lot for our kids to see. It's it, kind of validates the work you put in 
Right. We, we expect a lot from these kids time-wise, you know, lifting and running and practicing. And they put in a lot every day. And to, to see that pay off and the people appreciate it, it's a big deal. And to see it pay off on the field is a big deal, too. Yeah, well, tell me – Um. so we'll be coming down there in a couple weeks, a few weeks. Don't remind but, me. Yeah, what, <laughs> what's going on at – I like the term I've been seeing y'all use the lawn. Tell me about the lawn. <laughs> well, the lawn, that, yeah, that's our field. Uh, it is named for Coach Lunds Bobby, who that that could be a story for a podcast all in itself. Um, <laughs> how how that kind of got started here years ago in the late eighties when we were on the verge of shutting down our football program altogether. And uh, Coach Lund had been helping from the outside. He owned a service station for decades, and he took it over so it wouldn't go away. Because uh, he had kids coming and uh, had a nephew playing, and twenty—I don't remember how many years, twenty-something years—he coached. A lot of those were eight-man years, and we were just struggling just to have a team and won a couple of state championships. And he uh, now he's full-time here after he got out the the service station business, and he's our AD, and he's a legend, man. He's Coach Lon is a, he's a legend, I think, and um, you know that's why the field was was named for him years ago by our board of directors, and. We've done some work to it through the years, but he takes care of it. Mm-hmm. It's his field. He cuts the grass. We line it, and we try not to mess it up too much during the week. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's important to all of us because Coach Lawn's important to all of us, and it means a lot to our school, and that's why we call it the Lawn. Um, that's awesome. That's that's a good story. And he he know when Lawn when Coach Lawn Coach Spivey he flashes that big old smile. Everybody just smiles <laughs> with him, you know. And I kind of feel the same way about Coach Direcki, you know, at Wilson Hall. They, you Absolutely, know, they're, and they're good buddies, and I'm. You know, I feel privileged to kind of grown up in Skiza with those guys, kind of being a mentor without them knowing they're my mentors, you know, just learning from them and, and how they conduct themselves and do things. So, um, you know, we're always excited to see Coach Spivey. All right, well, let's get down to the game. We have a very interesting – I was going to lead this conversation, Rip, because the game of the week is PD at Wilson Hall. Yeah, and, yeah. And, Rip, you obviously work at Wilson Hall. I know you're not only coaching staff of the football technically, but you right. are very involved with all of them. So, yes, um, you know, I'm not going to ask any insider information from either one of you. However, right. <laughs> I am going to ask both of y'all this question, and you can tell me – Rip, I'll ask you first. What's one thing – What tell me what one thing Wilson Hall has to do to beat PD Academy? Oof, to beat PD Academy, big, big <laughs> ass. No, I mean, I think that – you know, we've kind of hung our hat defensively the last few weeks and had some good weeks. I think that's got to continue. You know, they got a special kid at quarterback and um, they can really do a lot of good things and, and got some athletes on the field that can make plays. And and I think that, you know, from from what I hear, I mean, defense is where we've really got to step up and, and, and really, really hold strong. You know, obviously the effort against First Baptist a few week, weeks ago, um, you know, stood out for us. I mean, that, that was a big one that we were able to get that shutout win. But um, I think that's got to be our key coming in. Yeah, I agree. I mean, looking at the scores, Wilson Hall, the region win over Hilton Head Christian, hold them to seven, mm-hmm. shut out first Baptist. I mean, th- those are big deals, you know, against those schools. Um, and now PD does, they, you know, they're a different type team. So, um, John, I'm going to ask you the same question. What's something that needs to happen for you guys to, to, to beat a good Wilson Hall team? You know, we got to stop the run. Got to stop the run. Adam's going to throw all that misdirection at you and some option. And, I mean, that's, that's a whole different ball game than what we're used to seeing. You know, you don't you don't see that as much as you used to uh, back in the past. So, you know, you got to kind of flip the script a little bit from a team we played with Pinewood last week that threw the ball a lot, was a lot of drop back and gun stuff and rushing the passer. And now you go to a team that's going 
they're going to come at you from every different direction. You got to be really disciplined on defense. And you know, that's a challenge for high school kids to, to flip from week to week like that and be really disciplined and do their jobs. And, and if we can't stop the run, it's going to be a long night because Adam's going to have a great game plan. He always does. No matter where he's been, Adam always does a great job. And just preparing for them, I think, is a big deal because, you know, you got to spend so much time with your scout cards and your scout team. You know, because you can't really simulate what they do in practice. You know, we can't – we can do our best with it, but, I mean, it's just – you just don't come up and do that in a week prepare for it. So, yeah. stopping the run and all that misdirection is going to be huge. Yeah, y'all better men than me. I just always chalk up the first drive to a touchdown to other teams. We can't <laughs> – we can't see – we can't stop that. We can't do that speed in practice. We play ops. Yeah. It don't matter who it is. They're going to score the first drive, and then hopefully we'll settle in. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I so I get exactly what you're saying. But no, I mean, I think it's an exciting. I think it's an exciting game. The two schools, from what I understand, y'all have not played each other in football in a while. Am I right? It's been a long time. Yeah, we were been, talking about that yeah. early in the week. It, it's I think my my offensive coordinator Kyle Drury catches our basketball team too. I think Kyle was a junior and senior the last time, so it's been over a decade. It's been I don't know twelve years. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, well, well, yeah. Well, you know, and P's, you know, we're we're close enough. I mean, we're obviously not right next door to each other, but it's one of those um, that, you know, and Kyle, you know, Kyle and I have, have developed a relationship the past couple of years and we played some basketball and scrimmage against each other. So we're trying to kind of get that back a little bit between PD, you know, coach Tally, uh, obviously his wife is from PD Academy. So there was a little relationship there. I know they played some when his boys were coming through, um, they played a little bit back and forth and uh, but yeah, last few years, the way schedules have kind of gone, it really hadn't happened. So uh, excited to get that back. And, you know, another big thing for us is 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 focus. Uh, it's homecoming week here at Wilson Hall, and and like many schools, we all do it differently. But it is a it is a big deal at Wilson Hall to do homecoming. Our our cheerleaders will come in, and um, they they do the hallways from floor to ceiling, and have it all dressed up. Um, and and it's uh, it's it's a really big deal. Uh, got some reunions coming in, use the new building, seeing that for the first time. So it's it's some pretty exciting stuff going on over here. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but high school kids get distracted enough without anything else. <laughs> oh yeah, pretty easily. So yeah, yeah I, I, we, we I, have we have a bunch of old buildings, and they get distracted by those every day. So. <laughs> well, I, I personally have a love hate relationship with homecoming that everybody around me, <laughs> don't we all? 100%, yeah, hundred percent knows. <laughs> I think most football coaches do. Um, but no, it's an exciting time. I'm gonna be honest. If I didn't have a game, I'd be over there. I mean, I'm in a heartbeat. I think it's gonna be a great atmosphere. One thing I will say from the outside, not having a dog in the fight. Um, both both teams are very difficult to prepare for. And that's something from from a coach that's going to have to do that in the next couple of weeks. Um, I, so I, I do think, you know, who's going to settle in and adjustments early, I think will make a big deal to the game. Um, but I, I know this, both teams are going to be well prepared. Both teams are going to play extremely hard. Both fan bases are going to be very much invested. And that's one thing I do love about both of your teams and schools is there's a lot of um, loyalty. You know, there's a lot of still school spirit. I think our school has that too. You know, you know, we have the probably the biggest student section for volleyball of any school of all time. I mean, that's just, you know, one of those things. Um, we all have, you know, that we still have some of that because that's leaving, guys. That's not a whole lot of that in America anymore, and both you schools have that. So it should be a fun atmosphere. If, if you're out there, you don't have a game to go to Friday, and you're listening, one of you six people listening to the podcast, go to Wilson Hall for their homecoming. I know um, it'll be, it's going to be a great game with PD and Wilson Hall. And, and I do wish both of you, both of you luck. And, um, you know, real quick, any, any players you want to jump out, kind of shout out, what, what do you think is going to anybody stand out there from the other team or so you don't want to brag on your own? I mean, I'll, I'll brag on our own. I mean, I don't, I don't mind bragging on ours, but we got some guys that, 
have had some good starts this season, you know, I mean, and, and really for us, it's kind of been up front a little bit. We've had some linemen that have stepped up and filled some roles. That's, that's been a little weak in the past guys like Will Singleton and Noah Kennedy, their seniors anchoring that line. Um, Cooper Scott kind of coming up being our center this year. He's had a really good first year as, as a center, uh, Clark Kenny taking over a quarterback, you know, Clark's a, a really special athlete and, and kind of runs the offense, runs the flow for everything. Um, and then you go to our skill guys, guys like Blake Van Patten, Boykin Wilder, Dylan Jones, Cameron Coulter, um, offensively that, that do a great job. And then, you know, defensively, like we mentioned, our defense has really stepped up. We've had some, some good guys, Owen Myers at linebacker, a sophomore who, uh, you know, has stepped in and become one of our leading tacklers, um, Landon Gilly. And, uh, and Dylan back there in the secondary doing a good job, trying to lock down some of these good defenders around the league. So, um, you know, it, it's really been um, exciting to see this group grow. You know, the past couple of years have, have been tough for Wilson Hall football, but I think that um, this group has kind of gone through that and weathered that storm and to really try to come out of this side uh, on the positive. I think on our side of it, we're starting to get healthy a little bit. You know, we've, we have been beat up bad all year long injury-wise and much most of those were seniors. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in fact, our whole backfield, all the running backs were out for a month, for a month or so. So as we're starting to get healthy, I think those, those guys coming back, definitely going to help us with depth. I mean, these young guys have had to play a lot early in the season. You know, we went up with Cardinal Lumen and played that, that first game on the road, and we, we got sophomores out there you know, catching touchdown passes and stuff that hadn't really ever had to do that before ever. Uh, and you know, now we, hopefully as those, those older guys start to come back, you know, and we're playing much better on the line of scrimmage, and and hopefully as those guys come back, we can be a little more effective running the ball, and and on defense too, they provide us a lot of experience that you I mean, you just can't replace that. I mean, especially and you mentioned something while ago, I want I want to touch on this kind of pivoting away from that. You, you mentioned the, the term settling in, and I think yeah, we did play Cardinal Lumen, and that was a great atmosphere that Coach Helms had up there at Cardinal Lumen that first game. Their their crowd was really loud, a huge student section that was really loud the whole game, but. It's been a while since we've been to Wilson Hall. I don't exactly know if it's like it used to be, but I know their crowd is going to be big. They're going to be loud. They're going to be around the end zones. You know, it's an environment that our kids don't see every week. You know, we just don't have those kind of crowds normally against most of the schools that we play. So I think the settling in part early for us is going to be a big deal because I think, you know, as we get used to that environment, I think that's a – that's going to be a key for us early. I mean, we had to weather the storm right off the bat as our kids kind of get used to what's going to happen uh, when we get over there. Um, now, obviously, as we get these older guys back, you would think experience helps with that. Yeah. Uh, that we're, you know, that, that hopefully they can help you know, kind of guide us a little bit early as we can kind of weather the storm and, and hold on. And Because, I mean, it's going to be. It's going to be a, a great atmosphere, and they're going to come in. They're going to punch us in the mouth early. I mean, that's going to happen. Adam's things are always real physical and aggressive, and, we just got to be able to settle in early uh, and be able to get into what we want to do on offense and defense. And I think that's something that we're just not used to seeing a lot. That's going to be, yeah, I mean, in my mind, and we've talked about this week as a coaching staff, something big that we got to be able to, to deal with when we get over there. Yeah, I think, and Rip and I have talked about this on the show, and with 3A, the, the new 3A, the old 2A, whatever you call it, we, we do. We have, you know, the Pinewood First Baptist Wilson Hall, three that have that have you know are very good teams this year they're hungry because they have a chance to, to really compete you know on a different level than they have the last couple of years and then you have the Florence Christian PDs Hilton Head Christians who who've kind of been that top dog in 2A are now moving up and it is going to be different you know you're going into Absolutely. different places you hadn't seen and bigger schools and and um so it, it's just gonna make for a lot of fun man I wish you both guys luck hope everybody stays healthy and um Jonathan we appreciate you being on here 
today, man. Absolutely. Buddy, thank you for having me. Anytime. Yeah, Anytime. you guys do, do a great job. Y'all well, do it right. So thank you. Yeah, if you're having me on, that means my team's playing well. So that's a good thing. So <laughs> if my kids are playing well. That's a good thing. So. That's right. Well, good luck, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank y'all. Thank you, Rip. Thank you, Neil. Yes, yeah, sir. See you, see you tomorrow. All right, Rip. So big slate of football, like we said. But you know, let's <clears> let's <throat> talk about what just happened. So we had um, the girls' golf tournament, mm-hmm. ladies' golf tournament, and um, Hilton Head Prep won the state golf title. So we wanted to give them a shout out. Congratulations to them. It's, their team members were Bridget Wilkie and Nina Morgan, Harper Hedden, and Bella Johnson. And then for them, they took home the state championship. Um, and the medalist from Hilton Head Prep was um Bridget Wilkie. She had a, a great tournament. The all tournament team was Bridget Wilkie. Aubrey Marion from Pinewood Prep, Peyton Birch from Cardinal Newman. Um, I don't want to pronounce this right. Lena, Pol- I don't know how to say it. It starts with a P from Trinity Collegiate. I'm not even going to try. Poulter, right? I don't want to say it wrong. And Summer Carey from Lawrence Manor. So I do want to congratulate all them. And I apologize to, to Lena. I'm sure she, you know, I just can't pronounce that name. I don't want to butcher it. Porter Gow was a state runners up. Um, they shot a, they were 17 strokes behind Hilton Head Prep as a team. So very competitive. Um, also, we had the middle school volleyball mm-hmm. state tournament this weekend. And yeah. um, Shannon Forrest um, yeah. won the middle school. They were the tournament champions. So congratulations to them. And Timmerman School was the runner-up. And I think Timmerman was kind of w- one of the examples of what we're talking about, what Coach or Mr. Fan is trying to do with the middle school. And yeah. That, uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're a middle – they stop at eighth grade. And, you know, just trying to give them a little bit of love. We had That was over at Wilson Hall last Saturday. So, I was up here watching it. And, you know, it was just good to see some younger players get to experience that tournament feel a little bit. Um, and so, it was a good day overall. Yeah. Well, and this weekend we have the Baron Classic. Or Baron Bash, excuse Baron me. Bash. Baron Bash. Yes, yeah, we got the Baron Bash this weekend uh, over here at Wilson Hall. We've got 15 teams. Had a couple drop out, unfortunately, due to the hurricane. Kind of moved some homecoming games around. And so that, you know, Hilton Head Prep was one. Lawrence Manning, Northwood, that that had some games moved around that kind of affected the volleyball schedule as well a little bit. But uh, we got 15 teams coming up here on Saturday, and it's a good mix of everybody from 4A, you know, Skiza with, with us and Hammond and Pinewood to some quality – you know, 2A and 3A skis of schools like Lawrence Christian, Kings Academy, um, and then uh, even, you know, some some smaller schools. Then we've got some some high school league schools as well, schools like, um, you know, uh, Sumter High School, Branchville High School, Bamberg Gerhardt, uh, McBee, Marlboro County. So it's a, it's a good mix across. It'll be in the morning we'll play some a, a, a short pool play, which will kind of seed us for the afternoon. And then the afternoon is kind of your gold bracket, silver bracket, and bronze bracket, uh, and, and kind of play it out for a champion PD. Like Coach King said before we got on, they're they're coming back over here on Saturday for the for Baron Bash as well. So uh, this will be our first year since COVID uh, of opening it back up to just one big tournament. You know, the past couple of years we did kind of a morning wave and an afternoon wave. So we have about eight teams come in the morning and they'd play it off, and then eight teams in the afternoon and they'd play it off. We're going back to the old school. Everybody come. Bring your bring your lunch, bring your table, bring your snacks. It's going to be a packed house and 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 should be a really good environment for volleyball. Well, I mean, I tell you from our side now, you know, our volleyball team is pretty good and they've had a good year. Um, I give P- PD girls played them really tough the other night. We talked about that, um, yeah. but it's a great timing of the tournament. I think we're two weeks away when you when yeah. you start that tournament Saturday. You're two weeks away from the state championship mm-hmm. or state tournament. tournament, and um, you know the regions are kind of dwindling down. You know, people kind you kind of know who's first at this point, yeah. and it's it's t- this is a really good opportunity to get tournament ready. So, 
um, you know, that's, that's thing is great, man. And I know our yeah. girls are excited to be a part of it. And we thank you guys for putting it on. And absolutely, um, it should be, I mean, it's gonna be a long day, but it should be a fun day. It will be yeah, coming off homecoming. Yeah. This week is definitely, I didn't lead with it this week about it being a busy week, but this is with three volleyball games make up. And then we've got homecoming Friday night, bear and bash Saturday. We're, we're definitely logging the hours at Wilson Hall this week. No doubt oh, about yeah. it. Well, we get it, man. I think that's just where we all live in. I know Jonathan, you know, PD's assistant AD too, and does a lot of ADs. I guess AD stuff too. It's um, yeah. You know, I, I'm out here trying to figure out how we're going to beat the Dolphins on a float, but beat the Panthers on the field yeah. Friday night <laughs> since since it got pushed back. So, um, oh yeah. But anyway, well, Rip, what else we got? We got cross country coming up in the end of October, so we'll be talking about that coming up yeah. with state meet and um. Mm-hmm. Volleyball uh, tennis, in a tennis playoffs, weeks. I believe, start next week, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Tennis, state tennis playoffs are next week. So uh, those brackets should be out into this week, I believe. Um, we've got the uh, swim meet. State swim meet is next Saturday. So we've got a week. We'll, we can kind of try to – I'll try to preview that a little bit more next week's episode uh, to talk about the state swim. Um, and like you say, cross country, I know the Coaches Classic is this Saturday, which is a really big meet in the state, kind of public-private school uh, down in, uh, over in Newberry, I believe, this year. Uh, and those teams are kind of getting their region meets and starting to get ready for that state meet tune-up uh, there with cross-country. So uh, we'll definitely touch on them a little bit more as the month goes on. Sounds good, Coach. Well, we appreciate your time, Rip, and um, hope you guys have a good homecoming. And um, we'll um, see you. Make sure that you pump up our pick-ems. You know, I did, I right. did get to brag. So we did have um, – we had our first perfect score. Now it was a little skewed. It was a little skewed because we only had 16. That's right. Okay, so um, – we had um, oh, Gary Strong, 16 Gary, for yeah. 16. Gary Strong, 16 for 16. Um, and he did move up to first place. So we did release a top five. I will say, don't mind bragging, I'm still tied for first rip. You are not. You are six picks behind me. <clears throat> I'm just playing a long game. I, oh, and, I, and I'm tied with with Dory Jarecki, who you asked. And she told me a viable game. It's all Dory. Adam it's all Dory. Not give her any tips. She doesn't want his opinions. She It is all Miss Dory <laughs> picking those games. Was she talking about just football or just in life? Uh, in we were talking about football, but maybe a little bit of everything. Maybe a little bit of everything. Know. That's awesome. Well, tell her congratulations. Yeah. I'm kind of secretly pulling for Dory. There's no yeah. doubt. I mean, so, she um, knows she knows the game, so there's no doubt about it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Well, get those picks in, guys, and um, you know, tell tell a friend about the podcast. Join us on our Skiza Facebook page, and um, we'll talk to everybody next week. All right, thank you, Neil. Thanks, guys.